This is Open Encounters. Hear the voices of the people who have crossed the Mediterranean Sea. Now they're on their next journey of settling their lives in Italy and beyond. Their voices on Open Encounters from migrants of the Mediterranean. Hi, Papa. Hi, Pamela. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. It's nice to hear you today. Thanks for, thanks for having this second conversation with us. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Awesome. Well, today I wanted to talk about something a little more specific. Yesterday we talked about a bit about COVID and, and how your, your work life is there in Germany. But today I wanted to ask you, since we, so we have a little bit more time to do it, uh, about this topic of racism and um and this comes in light of the murder of george floyd as we've been covering on this show for the past couple of weeks um and the expansion of the black lives matter movement and and just seeing the global response to it i thought i had been thinking of all of you and wanted to um create more of a space for you to talk about that, about how racism has affected you personally uh, in your life, because I know that it's so different when you come from Africa, you're from Sierra Leone, and how you encountered that on your journey, both you know through other countries in West Africa and of course in Libya, um, and also in Italy and in Germany. So I wanted to make some time so we could talk about how that really affects you and what your thoughts are um, as you watched the the unrest really unfold in the U.S. a few weeks ago and, and then across the globe. It is something that is, how can I say, like, it's a global problem, you know, like, I call it like um, another pandemic that mm. we cannot see that mm -hmm. is affecting us um, globally, you know? Mm -hmm. That is such a great um, way of saying it. Yeah, since since when I was young, since when I was in Africa, I I always have this feeling, you know, like um, in the in in the in the white world, you know, like in Europe, in in America, everywhere in the in the world, like these people are so different. Like we think the different things about about white people, you know, like mm. they are they are people with high high education, mm -hmm. they are people with high intelligence you will never thought of something like racist within them you know like mm. where i am living now in germany i'm telling you you can ask anybody that you want mm -hmm. up till now even even if you want to have a chat with somebody just for example you will say like let i just met you i i say hello and mm -hmm. um, can you show me and um, with these places you will see she will tell you, she or he will tell you, like, um, go away from me from their language. Some of them, you, you will hear, he will tell you, mm. go away from me. Me, I don't want to talk to a, mm. a black somebody. Mm. You know, like, yeah. something something like this. And mm. the other funny thing is, like, you know, sometimes you will want to have some fun, you want to party with your friends, you sure, know? Sure, of course. Yeah, and you something now, today I have friends. Maybe they come to visit me. I want them to, to be happy. Let's go to the club or let's go to, to some mm -hmm. to some bar. You know, like you go, they will tell you like you are not allowed to enter. 
And if he asks them, what are the reasons that I am not allowed to enter, you will hear they will tell you, and um, we, 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 we are not going to waste our time to, to tell you because it, it is needless, you know? And, like and what is the and what is the reason? So you've gone to clubs in there, and, and is this in Munich? Is this in Passau? Where where in Germany uh, did you encounter yeah, that? Um, um, like right where I am living in, in Passau, Munich. I have been in Munich like two times. Like some of them, they allow that. Some of the clubs, mm-hmm. but not all of them. Not all of them. Mm. Even and, even one time I I had they they, they have a specific amount. Like, if they have more than 10 blocks in the club, it is enough. They are not going to allow more than that in that club, you know? So they have, like this. And they've told you, did they give you any reason why that is? I mean, it, that's discriminatory. They can't They can't. Yeah, sometimes, prevent- they, sometimes they told you when they want to make excuse, they will tell you, like, because me, I find it really stupid, you know? They will totally tell you we have a specific party. And they told you they have a, a special party. There are other people who are going in. There are some German people who are not racist. They will testify that what they are saying is not true. Mm. They, they are openly racist because they don't want to win. You know, something like something mm. like this is very funny, you know. That's unbelievable. Um, I don't think it's something that a lot of people are thinking about this day and age, that if you go to a club for the color of your skin, um, or perhaps because they know you're from the migrant community, they're not going to let you into a place that's free for all. Um, so yeah. this is important that we take note of what's happening right now. Um, and this is a common thing that happens to you when you go out with your friends for a night of fun? Yeah, it, ha- it, ha- it happens most of the time. You know, like, it is really, it is really funny. These people, I don't get me wrong, there are some people who are jumping who are really nice because mm-hmm. I, I'm playing football. Like, the people I know, they are really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they are, they are, they are difference between nice and racist, you know? Sure. Somebody might like you, but in another way around, they will have some friends that are, are can you imagine? For example, you are, you are talking with a, 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 a girl in the street. Mm-hmm. You will see sometimes her friend will come and tell her in, in a German language, hey, why are you talking with 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 the, with the foreigner, more especially like like the black, you know, like the mm. black people, like they are they are not like the humans. They do not deserve anything good in their life, you know. Something they have this kind of thinking in their mind. Wow. Like black people, we 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 only know how to 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 cause problem and nothing good come out of us, you know, like. It is really sad. These people really think about us. Really, yeah. really sad. It's really sad. It's not it's all, outrageous. It's outrageous, in not, fact. But yeah. not all. Not all about Germany. I think the whole of Europe. But the whole of Europe. Look at look at what is happening in America. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, and I think this is what um, this is why this time is so difficult is because I feel like we've all been saying for a really long time, I can't believe it, I can't believe it, but it's time to start believing it because what you see there is real and what we see here is real and it's it's got to change. Um, everybody needs to be greeted uh, and met on the same level. Um, nobody's more exceptional than the other. Um, uh, I'm, I I didn't know that you encountered so much racism there. 
in Germany. Um, and I think this is a lot to do, again, with the fact that most of the people I am still speaking to are in Italy. So I hear more stories from, you know, on the ground in Italy and how things are dealt with in the Italian society and culture. Um, but obviously, this is something that no country has any monopoly on. No one country uh, deals with um, racist norms like this. Um, uh, how has it been different for you in Germany versus in Italy? Because you spent some time in Italy as well. I only spent like two weeks in Italy. Oh, just two weeks? Only two weeks. Okay. And yeah. did you have any impression of society there? Sincerely, I don't want to... Mm. Really, I don't want to make any false assumption about Italy. That's fair. I have only been in Italy like only two weeks. And at that time, like I was... I was like, let's say like, I don't know anything. Yeah. Because I was not moving around. Like all the 10 days I was staying in camp, I only went down like two times, one time, and I see people in the street. I did not get to know anybody, mm. you know, until yeah. I leave Germany. So that kind of experience I do not have about Italy. So I cannot compare yeah. between Italy and Germany because I want to be sincere. You know? yeah, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and so before, but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's up to you. You're free. Say you can say whatever you like. What, what I'm about to say, or what I'm I'm going to say is, Germany is a country like you know, like if you know like somebody, like even if before you have a friend, mm -hmm. they will try to know you. Like they 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 think like you are any black they saw they think is aggressive. He's arrogant, he's not friendly, but the, 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 the mere fact they talk to you and you respond very politely, you start making friends with them. They will say, oh, they will confess and they will tell you, hey, sorry, I thought like you, you, you are not nice. You so, know, some of these yeah. kind of things, they have like bad impression about us. Yeah. And it's really... So, Baba, I have a question. So then do you feel pressure as uh, a man from West Africa in Germany, do you feel pressure to behave differently um, or be more polite or try to behave more kindly to people simply because you know that there's the expectation that people think that you're going to be bad or something like this? Do you feel pressure to act a different way? You know, you know, like me, I am that kind of person who is not arrogant. I try all means. I try mm -hmm. all means. But sometimes... They push you, they push you to the wall. But I'm not going to fight. Mm -hmm. um, because even if you fight, it doesn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. It only put you in more, in more problems. You know, like, the best way I believe to treat people who make racist at me mm -hmm. is I will treat you, like, in, in a more sensible way. I'm not going to insult you. I'm not going to... I'm just going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. And if you tell them the truth, it's going to hurt them, you know, like, and they will tell you something that is really, you know, it's really painful. So sometimes I just look, I swallow my pains, mm -hmm. and I I just leave them. And I tell you, I just a, a distraction to my life. That's, wow. that's, that's the only way. I mean, that's, I that's really big of you. But I also want to acknowledge that um, it seems like there is still, like, you know, like I said, you're under a lot of pressure 
to never to never fight, to never say anything negative, to never do anything that anybody could perceive as negative or bad, uh, even if you're angry, even if you're hurt, um, simply because um, people are waiting for that. They're waiting for you to do something bad, you know, because then you then you live up to their expectation um, or a stereotype anyways of being somebody who's violent or something like that um and i want to say that i think um well i think i mean it's obviously it's unfair that um that you would have to live that way when that same standard isn't put to other people yeah you know you know yeah it's not, they have law they have good law system in Germany. The, the police are very active. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, in each and every case, there must be some sort of evidence. If there is no evidence, then your case will not be mm. proceeded. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can I ask yeah, you about... And, have you... And, oh, go ahead. And that's, that's the only thing. Like, you will see somebody like, like just for example, you meet at the street, like on December... Like you're having fun, everybody's drinking, you know, like the is to be drunk, you know, mm-hmm. and then saying this kind of words, you know, like you just look at him and say, Oh, he's drunk, let's leave him. Mm-hmm. I, it don't mean anything to me. You know, like you, you just take it out of your mind. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that has been here, you know, like racist is something that that is in the whole world, you know, like in, mm-hmm. in the whole world, like one person alone cannot solve it. You know, like, mm-hmm. so, me, I don't know what to do. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and when you were, before you got to Germany and to Europe, you know, you had to take this really long journey across West Africa and North Africa, um, which put you in the really dangerous country of Libya for a period. Um Will you talk about how racism looks and feels in in your time in Africa before you were in um, before you left Sierra Leone and and came to Europe? And by the way, are you um, I, what I, city I, are you from in in Sierra Leone? I'm from Freetown. Freetown, okay. Um, like like I said, like in Africa, like I have never experienced in one country that I encountered a little bit. That is um, in, in in Libya, where mm-hmm. we are living. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Olivia, um, I cannot say like generally it is racist because they are not under a government. Mm-hmm. So I cannot take their action like racist. They are under depression. I can put it like this way. Mm-hmm. Because a, a country without a leader, a leader and a, a people who are who are wayward, you know, like everybody have guns, yeah. they can do what they want. So right. if they see if they see some foreigners in their country Maybe if they don't have money, they will take advantage of it. So mm-hmm. that's the only way I see it. Right. So the kind of discrimination you face in a place like Libya is that visually you're understood as an outsider because your skin is darker and they know then that you're a migrant. So you will be, you, you know, they'll, they'll hold you for ransom. A lot of people are held for ransom, of course. Um, but they know who you yeah. are. And... Um, and and so they can, uh, right? They they know that you also have a, a want, uh, a need for money to survive, and so you can be exploited this way too. Yeah, Olivia was 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 also like a lifetime experience. I I, I think I took Olivia like two months, you know, mm-hmm. and 
and it seems like I took Olivia like 10 years. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, Olivia is the, because they are without involvement. Mm-hmm. And a country without a democracy and or without involvement, it is really, really, everybody do what they want. And you don't have anybody to stand for you. And mm-hmm. I feel happy that I live here alive because I know some people who lose their lives, you know? You did. And yeah, like I didn't know that like Australia from Africa too, you know, trying to make the journey to 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 Italy and yeah, but unfortunately they could not make it. I'm sorry. So I was like, yeah, it was fully you know. Did it's, you did you lose did you lose these friends in Libya or was it during the sea crossing? In, in Libya. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Re- what are their names? Maybe we can. Uh, what are their names? We should honor them. Even even if you 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 search for his name, you cannot find it mm-hmm. because they they took them to prison, and since then I haven't seen them. They got and they were some, in prison. Somebody told me like they they are they are dead. I I don't know. Maybe they punish them until they die. That, that, that I didn't confirm, but I heard that they are dead. And up then I didn't hear anything from them, and I didn't see them. I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry, Bapa. I'm sorry, Bapa. That's not easy. I want to thank you for talking about this, and I know especially this um, about your time in Tripoli. It's it's or in Libya, and through Tripoli, it's it was not easy, and it's difficult to talk about. So thank you for. Yeah. For talking about it, even just in this in this brief moment here, um, yeah. uh, I know it's not something that's easy for you to recount and to talk about. It brings you back there, which was a really difficult time. So thank you. You're welcome, Papa, and and thank you for being a guest again on on this episode. We're really happy to have you, and we're really happy you're here. And thank you. <laughs> um, the pleasure is all mine. And. And I am, I'm really looking forward um, to speaking again and hopefully speaking again in person when I can get there. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. And you know that um, I'm here anytime. So if there's ever anything that you wish to talk about again on the show, you are welcome anytime. Thank you. All right. Then I'm wishing you a good day and we'll speak soon. Okay, Bapa? Bye-bye. Okay, ciao. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Open Encounters from Migrants of the Mediterranean. You can follow Migrants of the Mediterranean on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you like Open Encounters, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Open Encounters is produced, written, and edited by me, Pamela Kirpius. Editorial and outreach by Nick O'Connell. Music by Giovanni Escalera. To read every story and to donate to humanitarian storytelling, go to migrantsofthemed.com. That's migrantsofthemed.com.